Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way everyone welcome back to children of airtay thank you to players and josh for covering my power outage <laughs> last week uh but it sounds like the q a went amazing i can't wait to watch it myself um so yes thank you all for bearing with us and uh welcome to the 21st chapter of children of airtay including our side quest last week um and as usual we will kick over to adam and start with our sponsors can you oh, all no. here Oh, no, sorry. Just joking. Um, first, we have Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms, our incredible returning sponsor. Thank you very much. You can secure an Electrum chest code. I said it right that time uh, on the overlay or bouncing around in chat. We also have Die Hard Dice, and they have gifted us with this week Nemesis Negators. Nemesis Negators. Um, So we have Nemesis Negators that we are rolling around. Thank you, Die Hard Dice. And if you go to their store right now, you can use the code Erte to secure 10% off your purchase. And also we have a giveaway, so pay attention to chat for that too. And good luck with that because (laughs) they are incredible Nemesis Negators. Something Uh, something about the word negator in your accent, Adam, really works. Later, Negator. Later, Negators. That's it. Alan Negator. All right. Um, so, um, so, yes, that's it. And finally, tonight, you will hear the dulcet tones of Sirenscape because Epic Games need epic sound. And I am Adam Bradford, the CDO here at Demiplane, and I am playing um, apparently uh, not quite as drunk as he let on Silas Jordan. Hey, In guys, I'm big quotes Uh, hey everybody i'm alicia marie you can find me on socials at alicia marie body i'm a professional custom artist stylist and improv performing artist on monday nights you can catch me playing voyagers of the jump it's a travel traveler rpg on the glass cannon network tuesdays i'm here and Fridays live on Be Never Ending for Radiant Stories, set and DM'd by Lauren, Yay. and also featuring um, Jennifer here. Uh, one more thing, I'll also be at TwitchCon, so if you plan on going, I'll see you there. <laughs> Tonight, I am playing freshly bathed and thoroughly shocked at <laughs> Silas, attorney at law, for his Armstrong. I forgot that is the last thing we did. We all took baths. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, great. <laughs> bathing is important um <laughs> hi 
Hi, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on Twitter as at DreamWisp. You can find me streaming on Twitch as DreamWispJen. Um, I do a bunch of stuff, which you can find out about over there. Um, and tonight I am playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn. I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content coordinator at Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can find me on Twitter as Oba Lauren. You can find me here in the greater Seattle area playing Tchaikovsky's Fourth Symphony with the Bellevue Symphony Orchestra. First gig I've had in a while. Yay, I got to practice. <laughs> Tonight, I'm playing Neb, who is both super excited to hear all of Silas's stories, also still kind of poisoned, mostly still excited to hear all of Silas's stories. Poor Neb, man. <laughs> Um, hi, I'm Hope Lavelle. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle. This Saturday, I am getting the opportunity for my second time ever to Dungeon Master a one-shot. Uh, this will be for uh, the One Shot Revolver Twitch channel. We are doing a charity event uh, for Rainbow Railroad, and uh, Lauren will be playing in it. And I'm pretty excited to be able to Dungeon Master. Let's see how it goes. And tonight... I am playing Miss Robin Beckett, who right now, even with everything going on, she's just thinking about having a home-cooked meal. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. <laughs> Done with the MREs for a while, yeah. right? <laughs> so and Maeve strong coffee. Um, <laughs> wonderful. Well, thank you all. I, I'm Deborah Ann Wool. I am your storyteller for this evening, your game master. Um, I'm so excited to be here and continue uh, Children of Erte, Chapter 21. So let's get cozy and settled in. Uh, yes, last episode, two weeks ago now, um, as I remember back, it was mostly bathing and story time. Uh, I think we we caught up a little bit on, on the end of our, our fight, uh, but you found the last clue, made it back to camp, uh, took a, a very uh, fancy homemade bath, uh, and uh, had a bit of story time where Silas let you in on some of his uh, deep, dark secrets. And uh, there we shall begin. I think Silas was just wrapping up. You had seen a fox, an orange fox, just the silhouette of it in the cave entrance before it darted off into the darkness. And no one saw that. I think you mentioned it, but I think you were the only one who saw it. Because all... they all turned, it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, the last thing I have is outside an owl hoots. <laughs> oh, you're oh, wow. I'm so atmospheric. <laughs> All right, Silas, I need more stories. What else did you steal? I mean, you might as well just tell us everything. It's not like, I mean, Feroza was joking about turning you in joking. and then, you know. I was joking. But well, yeah, I figured she was joking. So what oh, else, yeah. what else did you steal? You were joking, right? Of yeah. course. It's, it, it's an automatic, like, knee-jerk reaction to being sworn to uphold the law and all that stuff. But you have saved me more often than I'd like to admit. So, of course, I would never turn you in. I mean, also, like, I already have immunity for all of those crimes because... I uh, traded that because I don't know if I mentioned it, but I consulted with the FBI for like a long time. So they hand waved all of the, I mean, again, victimless crimes, except the person that I killed, but that wasn't a crime because actually like that was completely and entirely in self-defense. So when you consult for the FBI, is that what you call it when you're really a spy? Are you really a spy? 
Well, no, 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 no. Spies, uh, spies are terrible. I hated working with the spies. No, I was a uh, subject matter expert. And so I knew how to get into places, take things that people didn't want me taking and get out of there and no one ever know it until one time somebody betrayed me. And then that's when the FBI got on to me. And instead of facing years and years in prison for just taking a few things that were way better off in my possession than the people that did not appreciate their value, um, sentimental and otherwise, um, but, but ultimately, when the FBI finally caught up to me, I was like, hey, I will teach you everything you need to know about people like me who do this. Really, really a, a very fair trade. And so I did that for several years uh, until um, someone broke into my home. And that's when the Katana incident happened. After that, I uh, went into some WITSEC. And so I did not consult with them after that. So then they moved me um, a around a few times and I finally got back to Hotlanta. And that's when I opened my store. And you casually mentioned that the mafia was after you as well. What? Well, I, I missed mean, that. Which mafia? Did I mention that? Yeah. You did. Well, it was, you know, the mafia, the, the only one that really counts in New York. And so, um, but yeah, like, so I don't know, there, there were theories that something about that night with the Katana, it was, you know, somebody that uh, the, the mafia had sent. I don't know what the FBI did with that eventually, because I just didn't want anything to do with any of it after that. I can't blame you. This sort of explains a lot though, Silas. It explains how easily you decided to, I don't know, run on top of a moving train. Oh yeah, that it's actually is pretty easy. Now it ended up being harder than I thought it was gonna be, but but that that part's not too bad. And to like sort of do the, the counterbalance thing you did when I fell off the train tracks, like you- You've I've never done that easily. before, but yeah. That was just some math actually. Like I do remember something about that from school, but- um, but no, like the th most of the things that I used to do for all of that, I haven't even done yet because like we haven't even come up against doors yet. That's why, like I said, I was a little too over eager when, when Maeve was <laughs> the first trying challenge to... was the door. very first thing we saw was a door. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But, th but then I think that's what the deal was, Maeve. So like, is, you is know, it, you jumped in there and started doing if you, it. If you succeed at it and anything you fail at doesn't count. No, 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 no. Like, I, I mean, I don't remember failing door did i fail at the door i don't remember that i think we all did for a yeah. while and got a little burnt <laughs> this is a and then we eventually succeeded yes. i mean i do just want it on the record that i did get in the room at some point like i do just want to say that you know? wait 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 mave does this mean that you are also a secret expert thief because you were yeah did you consult at any point mave if you oh, me <laughs> So, so where does your expert lock picking skills come into play? I told you, I, I traveled around a lot as a kid and you pick up some skills on army bases. Ooh, Are there really a lot of free time? Hmm. I just never imagined a bunch of people who work for the army learning how to pick locks. I feel like anyone they in just the army kick in doors. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like the big, the big ramming thing, and they just enter. But there, there are a bunch of 
really fascinating YouTube channels that specialize in that. I was going to say and Pinterest, Wikipedia. So many different places. So really much downtime. these days. Mm. Yeah, it feels like it's kind of cheapened the art a little bit, honestly. It's like next thing we know, there's going to be artificial intelligence that's going to be picking locks. And then there are going to be all these debates about whether, you know, the art of picking locks has been you know, completely overcome by the machines. You mean and, you know, hacking? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, in yeah. a way, Silas, what you were doing was the the type of uh, hacking of art, and then you were being what? What do they call those hackers that then work for companies that tell them white about, hat? Yeah, yeah those white hat. You basically became a, a white hat, real life hacker. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, especially with that katana. Um, but um, oh, I didn't mean it that way. I'm no, that was a bad pun. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. I'm. I, I love puns, bad or otherwise. Um, so ultimately, what what I would say is that nobody sticks their neck out to steal the digital version of Action Comics number one. But you know, so so what I'm saying is that no matter how much the machines come, which by the way, I don't think machines are doing as much good in whatever this place is, mm. but um, you know, it's never going to replace the tangible feel of, of something and, and the smell of old paper and all of those other things. Like it really is great. It can enhance it and it can make it better, but it's just never going to replace that, that physical feel in your hands. Who gave you your ticket Silas? I forgot. Uh, it, it, it was my pops, uh, my grandfather. So he, um, yeah, he, he taught me some things when I was a kid, but honestly, I lost touch with him for, for many, many years when I was a, a young adult, when I was doing some of the uh, rambunctious things that I've admitted to tonight. Um, so, so he wasn't really around, but I did come back to him after I, uh, you know, got, got into the WITSEC program there and, um, and he was he was had kind of fallen on hard times with his health, and um, and so yeah he uh, actually I, he didn't give me the ticket he passed away, I traveled to his place and I found it, um, you know addressed to me but it had never been sent I found it among his things and uh, I was collecting the things to put them in my store he had a lot of stuff that could sell pretty well, um, and so I was up there kind of boxing everything up and I saw that ticket there. And that was when I put two and two together. And I was like, wait a minute, that is located near where that bastard that won't come off that comic that won't sell it to anyone. That's where he is. And so then I was like midlife crisis, late life crisis. I don't know really which <laughs> part of that I'm at now, but I was like, Hey, you know, I could get back in the game. And even if I got caught this time, um, it, it's such a, a small level crime that I could probably with a good lawyer get off. And, um, and I just wanted a little bit of excitement. I, I, I have a weird question, Silas. What Weirder did, than anything that I've already talked about tonight. Well, it's kind of a left turn back to what we've been doing. Did you, your grandfather, your pops, what did he do for a living? Um, he was a bit of a grifter, so I, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, at one point he uh laid gutter and like downspouts. Um, at one point, um, he he actually, well, at one point, I guess, uh, uh you know, moonshine 
like a little bit of moonshine. Like uh, he, he was a country boy. Um, and so he did a lot of those things, but he spent a lot of time in the woods. So then a little bit later, I know that he was like a, a kind of a, a hunting guide. Like he would pay, uh, take people out on hunts and um, he hunted a lot of, uh, you know, foxes, but then he also did raccoons and, um, and a variety of other things. So, you know, when I read where the red fern grows as a kid, oh. it was just utterly devastating because um, as I knew him when I was a kid, there were so many of those dogs that, you know, he went through that, mm -hmm. um, you know, passed away. That's why I actually don't have dogs today. Like I can't, it's not that I don't love dogs. Dogs are incredible, incredible creatures, but you have to say goodbye to them and that pain is too much. And so, you know, it's, it's better to just keep dogs at arm's length. You have to say goodbye to everyone at some point. Yeah, but... One of the only truths of life, but, do you have any concern that the foxes wanted vengeance and have come back to to haunt you? That seems unfair that they would haunt Silas for something his grandfather did. Can you inherit a haunting? Well, of course you can. Yes. Happens all the time. What? I, I mean, listen, listen, Maeve, like you're speaking my language right there. Like, uh, so, so, yes, I have thought that the foxes uh, or a fox, like it seems like it's the same fox every single time, but a fox has been haunting me, uh, you know, pretty much my entire life. It's like it smirks and, and, but again, like, I think it is a figment of my imagination because just like then I was like, Hey, do you see that fox over there? Everybody turns, nobody ever sees the fox except for me. And so I don't know, there might maybe a little bit of psychosis going on there, but, um, but yes, um, not to put too fine a point on it. Yeah, I think the foxes are out to get me. Do you ever try to interact with it? Well, yeah, I try to interact with it. I talk to it all the time, and it just sits there and just kind of smirks at me. Like I said, it, in quiet it judgment. Get it a gift. What would I get a fox? <laughs> Food? Well, that so, makes sense, but Nicholas. no. Like... Silas, <laughs> where exactly... <laughs> I mean, what I've learned very quickly is food is a common denominator amongst a bunch of different animals. So maybe yeah. you should always have some food on you. But hey, more importantly, if I see the fox next time, can you talk to the fox and ask it what it wants? Well, if yes. it's a real fox, absolutely. If it's a figment of your imagination, I don't know if I have that power yet. But to that point, where exactly did you see it? Was it outside? Silas gets up yeah. and actually walks over to where he saw it at the doorway and is pointing it out. So where you all had been sitting, it's this, you know, we've got this little fire going, but it's it's a good blaze, you know, Robin, and you all know, you know, you have this experience and it's a really good warm fire looking across each other. You can see the shadows flicking on each other's faces, especially as you talk about being haunted and things like that. Mm -hmm. So Silas, as soon as you stand up and walk away, it gets quite dark. Uh, and as you move closer to the entrance of the cave, again, that chill up and down your spine as, as you reach the edge of it, looking out, it is still clear. So the moon is bright bouncing off of the, the snow. You can see quite well out there, um, but your little cluster of friends around the fire seems like another world, even though they're just 20 feet away. So it was right over here somewhere, but I don't see it right now. I'm going to get up and hobble on over. Do I see tracks? Of... Survival check, please. 
Sure. Um, <laughs> I'd love you to roll that. That's I would love a, to roll it. That's a plus three. <laughs> you do not. But you guys had left earlier today, so your footprints are out there. The moose's footprints are out there. You know, like it's a, a little bit of significant bathing experience that happened. Yes, it, yeah. you had been moving mm -hmm. snow around and things. It's a kind of a mess out there. Okay. Uh, I, if it shows up again, especially if it's outside where there's snow, let's see if we can get some proof. So, yeah. So listen, if I refer to it directly, it's definitely going to disappear. And so we need a code word. And so I think uh, fr Frank and beans. So if I say Frank and beans, that is going to mean that the fox is somewhere around in my eyesight. Okay. Like in my eye line. So I'm if I say Frank and beans, what's, what's that? Kind of like setting a trap for well, it? Well, I mean, not necessarily because if the fox really is mad at me and is trying to kill me in my sleep or something, I don't want to further anger it, but just answers. Oh, is there a reason that Frankenbeans is your go-to for a, a code word? Because this is the second oh, yeah. time you've used that. Yeah, sorry. I do need to do add a little variety to the code words there. Um, it was in a movie that I really, really like. Um, but um, but yeah, so let's go with Nutter Butter. <gasps> I could Nutter use butter. some of those right now. Yeah. I'm playing with a theory, you guys, here. I mean, Silas, your father or grandfather did not know what you were up to, you said, right? They had no clue? Well, I mean, they probably, yeah. I mean, after I saw him later in life, I told him that I was in WITSEC because I think he knew from the news that I hacked somebody up with a katana. So I think mm. he knew that part. I'm just thinking about like how we all got our tickets and, and why. And that's something I think if, if we figure out the why in there, maybe we can figure out a bunch of things. Or maybe I'm just talking out of my butt and I don't know. No, but I, mean, I, I, I need to try to figure things out. It makes me feel better. For Rosa, I, I think you and I are on the same page because that was actually why I asked Silas what his grandfather did because I thought if there was anything that he did, like I wonder if your pops and my great-grandfather and Harold and uh, Maeve's friend and uh, Feruza, your the, the woman who was working at the adoption agency, if they somehow all knew each other. They were like the Illuminati. That would be crazy. But at this point, I'm willing to entertain any possibility, anything that gives the, us Everyone any knows answers. the Illuminati's based in Florida. <laughs> I mean, you're oh, probably what? right about that, but I mean, something like the Illuminati. Okay, but for, for for why and what? To make sure that relatives and people that they know ended up with a train ticket years later to end up here? To get trapped in another dimension to figure out some sick, sadistic fool's games. Or to, to save the woman in the mirror. It, it, maybe it's not a bad thing maybe they and i say they whoever is in charge whether it's the illuminati oh or... it's definitely a secret society comprised of all the people that knew us and sent us here 
I would be very, very upset if my great grandfather was part of a secret society and didn't at least tell me once before he died. I'm well, then that would make say. it just a society and not I a know. society. I know. Entirely unsurprised. Maeve <laughs> <laughs> um, has like this knowing look on her face, right? <laughs> Robin, how about you? Do you think Harold could be part of some secret society and you wouldn't know? No. Harold couldn't keep a secret from me, <laughs> even if he tried. Hmm. So maybe. Do any of us, oh no, go ahead. What you were saying? No. I was just curious. That doesn't mean that they don't all know each other. It just probably means it wasn't a secret society. I'm not so secret. Well, also, perhaps Maeve was just part of the society and doesn't want us to know about it. Maeve? I'm sure that's it. <laughs> Does anyone else have a secret? That's as deep and convoluted as Silas's in this group. Ooh, I want to hear it. Drop it. I kind of wish I did, but I don't know if I could make up something that amazing. <laughs> I know I don't. I don't have it. I feel like I don't have anything as cool as that. I mean, I'm just trying to f put things together to figure this out. Well, Fariza, you also just jumped across like a 20 foot chasm of black inky goo and, you know, hacked the thing on the other side to death of it. And I will say that prior to this entire experience, I have never done anything like that. So um, whether you have that in your past or not, uh, you are certainly you're certainly in that badass category at this stage. Absolutely. It's really interesting. And at this point, you can sort of see a little bit of pride sort of crosses <laughs> Faruza's face that was never there before. And she's sort of like, yeah, I was, I was never athletic in school. I used to make up reasons to skip or get, you know, excused from gym class. So this is, this is something. It's something. All right. It's amazing. <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys, but are you feeling like a little bit of a rest before we... Mm. Move on in the morning. Was it dark out? Yeah. It is, it is dark out, yes. Uh, Neb is going to reach into her pack and pull out some ibuprofen uh, and say, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would like a rest, but I think I'm going to, uh, after that, after the bathing experience, everything kind of freshly hurts a little bit. So I'll, I'll take first watch with somebody if we want to, we want to do that and and she'll down the pills and wait for that to take effect. Because okay. I don't and think I could fall asleep with my leg throbbing like this. It was a little Maeve, green about the gills. Maeve takes yeah. out that giant bottle of ibuprofen and yeah. takes them. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Holding up your tin awesome. camping cups as you drink. Awesome. Um, so we have Neb volunteering for a first watch. I don't mind going with Neb. I don't. I, I, there's something about Neb being hurt and being alone for their first watch that kind of doesn't sit well with me. So I'll, I'll go first with you. I'm kind of awake after what Silas just told us. All right. Who would like? I'm going to sleep up? like a baby. So, uh, so yeah. I'll take. I'll take last watch if that's right. okay with everyone. Okay. Maeve and Robin. I'll take last watch. Is that what okay. you said? Silas has said he'll take last. You could join him. Maeve could be alone for her middle watch. Uh, I'll join Maeve. 
Cool. All right. <laughs> Nobody asked why Silas after they found out about him. Well, I did He's the solo watch oh last God. night, so that's right. That's, that's right. fair. Yeah. yeah. It is fair. Look at it this way, Silas. It's not that we don't want to take watch with you. It's that we still trust you enough to be sleeping around you. You know, that Ooh. is a really sunny side of that, and that's where I'm going to stay. Thank you, Mel. Plus, Mel. Robin has a lot of crafting and uh, mending to do. You're going to have a hell of a time trying to get around. A lot of patchwork and <laughs> embroidery. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, um, Maeve, Robin, and Silas, you can get comfortable in your sleeping bags and, uh, you know, uh, warming blankets. And Neb and Feruza, you okay. begin the first watch. I'm going to scooch up against a wall and yeah. just kind of sit so that I can see pretty much everybody and the entrance to the mine. Yeah. And look over at Fruz and say, so what were, what were you feeling when, when you got all strong and sparky and kind of amazing? <laughs> I just woke up from being unconscious and saw you like a superhero. It was kind of neat. I don't, you know, I'm, uh, I kind of don't know what to make of it. I mean, at first I felt sort of like seeing you guys do all this cool stuff and wondering, well, on one hand, thinking this can't be really happening, but on the other hand, wondering, where are my special skills? But then when I picked Silas up, there's <laughs> this toy laughing at this. I realize that maybe something is going on, but it's the weirdest thing. Like, why give someone like me strength? Why like, give any of us anything? Yeah, like, it, I wonder if there's like, I mean, this is just me overthinking. This is something I used to do all the time, Neb. <laughs> Are the skills that we've been given specifically for us? for a reason, like they're not just arbitrary. We're just gonna give Ned the ability to pull these berries out of her head and and, and to turn into like a, a leopard. Or is oh, there I a try a leopard. To... <laughs> sorry, you, you were, you were I'm sorry, I got distracted, yeah, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm wondering if there's a reason why we're given the, the, the specific power we've, that we've been given. I, I don't know, but it does seem interesting that we all have unique stuff, right? Like, I, I don't know about you, I've tried to do some of the things that all of you can do and I haven't been able to do any of it. I mean, Silas talks about moving things with his mind and the only thing I can move is, I, I guess, my own body. I've, <laughs> uh, Robin keeps doing awesome things with her, her knitting needles and maybe I just need knitting needles or maybe that's just what she does. I, I certainly have nowhere near the strength that you have. But you can turn into a wolf, Neb. <laughs> you turn into a, a rat. You turn into, I mean, I, I, I don't know what determines your animal changing library, but. Well, I, I don't know either. I'm still figuring it out myself. The, the one I haven't been able to yet was when I tried to do the bird, but I feel like I couldn't couldn't really picture it in my head really clearly. Does that make sense? Oh, that's it. I think. You have to be able, you have to have, have maybe seen the animal before. 
four or maybe or just know it well enough to be able to I've only turned into three things so I don't really have a, a scientific I don't have a scientific method it's all been kind of on instinct so far but it's, it sounds like that's that's what you've been doing too it's just all on instinct right yeah like I like uh, before I did that sort of jump thing with my ex I felt it first like my body was telling me, if you need to jump that far, you absolutely can, because I can tell you without a doubt, before this, I never would have attempted to jump anywhere at any time. The most I could do is swing an ax. Which is still pretty awesome if you ask me. It's the one thing, I, I, I've won a couple county fair ax throwing competitions. <laughs> That's my, my thing back in school. <laughs> That's but, why you have the, the size axe that you do, so you can both chop with it and throw it. Yeah. Oh, that makes so much yeah. sense now. That's so cool. How do you throw an axe so that it doesn't hit you? <laughs> um, Frizz is going to hand it to Nan. <laughs> She'll take it, and she won't do it intentionally, you know, that when yeah. you take something real heavy and you, like, over-exaggerate. She doesn't do that. It's not it's Thor's just, hammer. Yeah. It's just <laughs> heavy, and she's kind of... Uh, poisoned at the moment. She's like, oh, jeez. Well, I'm not throwing this. No. No. In mean, that moment, Feruza and Neb, as the others, you just hear their soft snores a little bit, off, you know, a little bit off to the side. And in the distance, Feruza, you recognize the call of a moose. It is far, far away. Yeah, I don't know if I could actually throw this. Yeah. But that's the, yeah. Is someone snoring like a moose or did you hear a moose? It happens again. And Neb, you <gasps> also hear it. Way yeah. off in the distance, just echoing through the silent woods. I just grin over at Feruza. What? No, I hear yeah. it. Yeah. You hear it too? Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. And I will yeah. get up and hobble on <laughs> over to off. the... Well, go to the edge of the mine, like the yeah. opening, and look out. As you come to the edge of the mine, uh, Feruza, as you look over at Neb, she almost seems to be sparkling. Um, as if there's sort of a, a weird sort of diamond glittering aura around her, as if she were maybe covered in stars. And Neb, as you look over at Feruza, in this moonlight, there's a, a crackle, almost as if electricity is sort of running through her body. I can tell you're excited. Come on, let's see if we can see them. <laughs> we probably shouldn't leave. Probably, but I, I well, I want to know oh, if the moose is okay. I know. I, I just feel like every time we've seen this moose, something important has happened for us. And I feel like it's calling us. But what else also worries me is that you're still re recovering. Do you think your berries will help the recovery? Have you tried that yet? Uh... You know, I don't know. I don't think I have any berries at the moment. Hold on. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Your socks. Neb sparkles, but she's out of stuff. But I'm out of stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could try. I could try to think about some more, but at the moment, I just want to see. I think you make a good point that I am still recovering, but aren't we all still recovering from everything? And I'm not saying let's go far, but do you see anything? I'll poke my head out. 
Yeah. Okay. As, as you step out, it is a beautiful, cold night. Um, but everything seems really still. And as you stand out there in the silence, the lightest, fluffiest, peacefulest little, I made that word up, uh, <laughs> little snowflakes, soft, fluffy flakes of snow fall down around you gently. Faruza is going to step through like the opening and immediately hit her head. Oh, the, yeah. The God, what the? F did, you, did it lower? I, well, you're bigger, right? Didn't didn't you oh, say yeah. you were taller? Yeah. It's like an inch and a half, maybe two inches. Jeez. Okay. Well, it's snowing. Yeah. It feels bracing, energizing. There's a, a strength, even Neb, even though you can still feel the sort of leaden weight of infection in your blood, you even feel just this, this surge of energy kind of moving through your body. Neb? Yeah? I didn't want to say anything, but you're like glittering now. Like your skin is literally glittery. I mean, I really, really want to go find your moose. <laughs> I, and you look at Neb and I think she thinks you're being, um, that you're you're just talking about her state of Poetic. mind. Like, yeah, Poetic, just, yeah. yeah. She, doesn't, she doesn't seem to catch that like there's real glittery starlight mm -hmm. stuff going on. She's, yeah, I really do. And Fruz is going to take your hand. Take your hand and hold your hand up to your face. <laughs> and as you look on the points, the tips of your fingers, and at a couple points on your hand, almost like a constellation, little points of light. Oh. Is that new? Well, my hands have been through a lot, so it's hard to tell, but I mean, yes. <laughs> Next uh, to the scars and the burns. <laughs> ice was frostbite. Yeah. 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 I mean... <laughs> And then I'll look down my arm in other places. Yeah. Do I see? Yeah, more else? like like freckles or, or little beauty marks all over any exposed skin that you can see. Just lit up. And they, they don't hurt when you touch them. They don't have any warmth. Or, it's just like a weird illusion all over your body. And, and same for you, Feruza. As you start to kind of do the same and look at yours, you can see that little charge, that little little electricity just moving through your veins. And again, it doesn't hurt. It just feels sort of energizing. And I'll squeeze your hand and where you've like pulled my hand up to look yeah. and I'll squeeze yours and turn it, turn our hands the other way so that you can look and say, I just thought you were excited, but I guess yeah. maybe it's, maybe it's the moonlight. Maybe, or maybe we're turning into monsters and we have to figure out the puzzle before we turn into... <laughs> Well, okay. I don't think if we're turning into monsters, then we're turning into really cool monsters. I mean, <laughs> this is kind of amazing, right? Bruza looks reluctant. Yeah. But then she's like, yeah, yeah. I think I'd like to brag about this back at the office. I have to make sure I make the development meeting on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm gonna definitely <laughs> bragging about this. Is it Tuesday? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Denial. <laughs> I was involved in meeting. She's fired. I would love to be in that meeting when you try to explain to a bunch of other lawyers about your sparking, amazing 
absolutely incredible door ripping axe wielding awesomeness. Maybe I can be an actual fly on the wall. <laughs> okay, that was very funny, Neb. That was actually very good. On that note, I think sleeping. Maybe we can tiptoe just a little bit further. Can you make a moose noise? Maybe we can call it. I mean, Neb is gonna think really hard about that moose. <laughs> And have a moment where she thinks, uh, there's no way I can make the sound of a moose, especially like I'm a tiny little person. I can't make a deep moose sound unless uh-huh. I was a moose. And she's going to try to turn into a moose. <laughs> Does she have enough energy left to turn into a moose? We took a, a short rest. We so did. Yes. <laughs> I have no idea what being poisoned is going to do, but she can. She does have the energy to turn into a moose. I don't I don't have the stats for a moose, but I have an elk. Woof, that's oh great. We'll start there. Peruza, uh, as you look over at Neb concentrating so hard, everything about her seems to elongate. Her legs, her arms, her back, her head, her neck, and suddenly standing next to you is a nine foot tall creature with antlers that you know go far out to the side a long muzzle um it immediately starts breathing heavy into this cold crisp air and you see the little puffs of steam exiting its nostrils it is majestic and i look over at Feruza, and i'm taller than her now and the first thing is I try to say, this is amazing. And the moose noises come yeah. out. <laughs> but you notice uh, its eyes are a bright blue. It's you, Neb. This is, it, it, it's a, I don't know if it's a moose or an elk, but it's, it's definitely you. And I, from now on, I'm going to remember that. If I ever come up against something that scares the crap out of me, I'm going to look into its eyes. And if they're that crystal blue, I'll know it's you. And I'm going to kind of gaze at my own form because this is still amazing every time it happens. And then I'm going to try to listen for the other moose. Do I still hear it? You have not heard it in a while. I'm going to give Fruz a long look and then I'm going to try to call out like a moose. I'm going to try. I think what Neb is going to think to say is, hey. And it is booming loud. In fact, all three of you sleeping. (laughs) You see Bruce with a moose. (laughs) Of like, you can choose whether you wake up or not, but boy, is it freaking loud right outside (laughs) the uh, cave entrance. And it just echoes again through this forest in front of you. You wait in silence for a couple of seconds and you hear again way off in the distance and Neb you hear it responded to you I'm just furiously nodding like unlike what a moose would actually do but yes furious nodding I wish I had like a sugar cube for you or something but I don't. <laughs> Salt lick. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure. So, okay. so I'm, gonna... 
I'm gonna take a couple more steps forward towards the the, yes. the moose, um, or towards the sound of the moose that I'm hearing, and I will. I know I've probably woken up my friends, but the feeling of having a deep, resonant voice uh -huh. is so amazing. It's kind of overridden the fact that she's a moose, mm -hmm. but for the first time in her life, when she speaks, she's hearing and mm. feeling a depth that she hasn't ever had. Yeah. And so she can't help yeah. but, but call back out and say, can we talk? <laughs> um, now that she stepped a little bit away, if the sleepers would like to ignore it, they probably can. Um. <laughs> Maeve sort of wakes up and looks at her her uh, her music and goes, "Next song." <laughs> That was, that was listening to. You've been listening to Moose Rock. Yes. This is Moose Talk it's all night long. Just a really deep bass line. Oh. It, it's all, all whale night. noises and moose noises. Yeah. All night. Yes. It's like, what kind of oh. playlist is this? A couple of seconds go by, and again, off in the distance, you hear Little Busy. Do I, is it little busy and does it sound like they're running? Cause the last time I saw this moose, they it were did. going to be, yeah. It doesn't, I mean, it's not, and even like your experience, like the amount of breath that it's taking to make a sound that travels this distance is not an easy, like it, it takes an effort to do that. So it, it doesn't seem like this is something could, that could be done while they are <laughs> furiously okay. using energy for something else. Okay. What's that look on your face, Neb? I'm sorry, You're I gonna... get used to actually calling an animal the, my, my friend. It's the Nebus. Nebus. <laughs> Nebus. Wait, wait till we're back at the like train. Yeah. Come. Oh. Uh, Silas would appreciate that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, will, I will remember this Bad. later. Little rim shot. Yeah. You'll watch as Neb, Nebus. Nebus. <laughs> does something else that's probably very unmoose like which is shift back and forth between legs because mm -hmm. she's trying to prevent herself from running out to go see the moose you're you're, you're thinking you you, you want to go out i keep forgetting you can't actually talk to me like this but you you want to go out there don't you so that's, that's what the dance either you have to go to the bathroom or you're you want to go somewhere it's one of the two and with that, I'm going to look back at Feruza and then uh, picture myself in my form. I, yeah, in uh -huh. my form. And I'm going to get out of being a moose. All right. Okay. Uh, she shrinks, you know, so all of her limbs kind of pulling back together. Um, and then perfect, wonderful Neb is standing next to you. And uh, real quick, as that happens, do I happen to notice, did I still feel poisoned as a moose? You, oh, do I remember that rule? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't either, and I don't I, know what your I'm going to say. I'm going to say no. I don't think so. You but you feel it again that. once you're back to being to be in human. We're going to go with that. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. Ah, uh, yeah, I did. I really wanted to, but that's that's a bad idea, right? That would have been a bad idea. Plus, your moose is busy. Well, 
Valmoose. Valmoose. Valmoose is busy. They said that they were uh, in the middle of something. Well, I'm just happy to hear that they're alive, though, after where we left, last no. left them. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just interesting because that moose has literally followed us since the very beginning. Ned. We got to... We gotta get you and this moose to talk to each other. Yeah, but you're right. I don't want to do it without the others. That's a really bad idea. They'll wake up and see no one here and expect the worst. And what if something happens to them while we go off and track down the moose? Like, oh yeah, we're supposed to watch you guys. Too bad we left. Exactly. You're right. <laughs> and You're I thought, right. I really did think about running off, but I had no way of telling you, even though you kind of guessed what I wanted. And I, I, uh, I could hear everybody back there in my head going, well, she's run off again. And so I really tried. So, and I figured if I just, if I just wasn't a moose anymore and she'll lean back off of her leg yes. that's just mm-hmm. yes. angled and go then yeah I would not want to go running off into the snow anymore but yeah you're, I I think it's your yeah. moose I think they're okay and Fruza has to say you can tell that she's just relieved sort yeah. of in a weird way because why does she care so much about this moose but she really she she feels like there's something there like even mm-hmm. she knows this is too much of a coincidence so I think I, I think I'll, the answers will will come to us hopefully soon. But but thank you, Nev, for talking to them for me. I mean, Always. you were a moose, and, and and you had blue eyes like yours, but you were your fur was like a little sparkly. It was kind of interesting. And also, she started looking at you like, where did it, where did the horns go? Where did like the tail go? <laughs> Also, I had to think real hard about the fact that you offered me a sugar cube and I don't even think we've got any sugar. Did we take anything from the train? You took it took granola. We should have taken the alcohol. We didn't. We should have nice. taken some the memory. alcohol and sugar cubes. You did. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, maybe did. Maybe. <laughs> the other the other thing that we have to remember is I mean, unless your moose is Unless your moose is a killer, there's some horrible, large, giant, invisible creature out there that is probably still out there. So running off without being prepared for that is a bad idea. Yeah, as much you know as what I, I want. Think, I think our experiences here so far have told us that we have to act with prudence. I hate that word, <laughs> but... It, I mean, um, it makes sense because we pretty much put ourselves in some really crappy positions the past few days, just because we're, you know, we're curious. And, you know, she looks over at Robin. Robin and I released a giant statue into the wild, a killer statue that doesn't like to be hugged into the wild. <laughs> I mean, we don't know it's a killer. All we know is that it was very unhappy that you, you hugged it, right? Maybe it's tangling right. with the giant invisible creature out there right now. Maybe what you released doing? Iron Man. I don't know who. What kind of <laughs> which which comic book character would that be? We'll ask Silas in the morning. Come on, I let's go back know. inside. You step back in. It is markedly warmer in here. Um, while the sort of 
vision of sparkles and electricity upon your body sort of disappears as you step back inside. Um, you can still feel its energy sort of coursing through your veins. Well, well it's either the outside or the moose. <laughs> what? Well, look, I mean, you're still awesome, but you're a little less sparkly. You're a little less lightning, lightning E. <laughs> you're a little less like Zeus. I'm a little less electric or whatever, whatever it is that my body is doing besides growing. I'm a little less by stepping inside <laughs> the cave. I think just obvious, like uh, it's, it's not as obvious in here. But something tells me you've what? still got that power. I feel like, and Fruz is sort of looking around. I feel like, I don't know. It's, it's a weird, Neb, I feel like throwing someone or something. It's like, it's a weird feeling, like something. And I, I think that's, that, that's part of like whatever this place is making me do. It's making me want to test my strength, which is so crazy, but yeah. I still, I, I still feel it. I don't think that's weird at all. We've all been testing our strength in our own ways, right? Mm -hmm. Yours yeah. is just the most direct. I've been <laughs> testing. Yeah. I've been testing my strength with the stuff that I can do, turning into animals. And Robin's been te testing her strength. We've all been doing it. It's just your yeah. strength includes your strength. strength so I don't think that's weird at all. And I would offer to turn into a wolf and let you throw me, but I also think that I'm, I don't know if I'm up for walking back with this leg in the snow. So maybe tomorrow? Maybe tomorrow. But, okay, so Ruth is gonna look around to see if there's mm -hmm. any like um, liquid surface she can sort of look into. I, yeah. I, I wanna see. Ned. So there's see. there's frozen, you know, the icicles and, and frozen sort of sides of the walls can give a little bit of a reflection. Um, and okay. yeah, as you step closer to the moonlight and kind of check out your reflection in the ice, you can just see a little bit, you know, through your face, just this little pulse of energy. And another thing she notices is that her eyes are a lot brighter than they were, almost silver blue mm -hmm. instead of silver. And I mean, she's like, wow, I definitely could use some sun. Her skin looks a little bit paler. <laughs> and, Neb comes um, up behind you and is like <laughs> trying to look in the same piece of ice, but says, no, I, I think you look fine. I mean, we've all been in a mine for two days. So, so yeah. You just took a hobo bath. So you're, you know. <laughs> you're just used to being covered in mud. That's yeah. all. And yeah. But no, I That's think you look. I think you'll look yeah. great. It's interesting. Well, now that we have, I guess, all those, all the the numbers we need, what what do we have? What is what do we have to do next? Is that finding the the mirror? Yeah, I I think after everybody's slept, we're gonna yeah. try to go to the deepest part of the mine, one of the places we haven't been to, and find some place we're supposed to do all the things that Maeve translated whatever that is. And right. I, I think I really need to have my leg not hurt like that because it involved a lot of skipping, if I remember correctly, so. Okay, so then why don't we wake up Robin and Maeve and we can get our sleep, right? Is it, 
It is coming to the time, yes. Okay, all right. The shift is beginning to end. All right, so as you you come back in, you find Robin and Maeve asleep. Maeve's listening to her her Spotify. (laughs) 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 Ignoring the moose outside. Do you want to wake up Robin or Maeve? Who do you want? I'm at, I wake up Maeve. Okay. <laughs> I'll walk over to Robin. I'll do the same thing that I, I've done before and just gently tap on her foot. <laughs> you know? In the hole in her rubber boot where the toe is. Oh. <laughs> well, Robin, are you wearing your boots while you Always. Always. Okay, then yes. Then yes. I would I would very intentionally just lightly right in the hole at the oh. base of your foot. <laughs> Right where your toe is. No, so, Robin, someone is just tickling your toe as you are roused from your slumber. <laughs> oh, oh! Are we surrounded by rats again? Hello. <laughs> no, just one very big human-sized rat. Hi. Ah, <laughs> it's your good turn. Good morning or good night. I don't know. You know, I feel, I feel strangely good. You know, Feruza and I have been feeling pretty good, too. I think if you get a chance, take, like, a step outside and take in the air. It was really nice. All right. I think I will. Matt, this is crazy. I I feel like I shouldn't get a senior discount at the diner anymore. (laughs) I'm going to... I'm gonna take a really close look at Robin. Does she look like she's younger? <laughs> Robin, how do you look? Probably not. She looks um, she glows a little more. Yes, yes, she does. Uh, well, so I know you. Does. You only had a few hours of sleep, but it looks like you just came back from vacation. You're glowing. Oh, thank you. Now you should get some made. sleep. Hmm. All right. So, Feruza goes over to sort of sort of shake Maeve, but then she stops herself because she's like, can I really control this strength thing? What if I end up like shaking her to death? So she sort of stops herself before she shakes Maeve. But as she stops herself, she mm-hmm. notices that Maeve's hair, and this is something that she noticed before, but she just sort of is able to study it and sort of on the sides of her hair where she has, where she had tried to pull it back mm-hmm. or I guess tame it. It just looks a little bit like convolutedly. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, I have it. a hood on and oh, you do? Point, it's all, okay. yeah, I, I sleep with my kind of hoodie. Like you can see this. Yeah, get get <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. So instead, so, okay, then we're, we're going to play it like that. Okay. Then this is going to try to, instead of shaking her, she's just going to take the hood and just, and just pull it back to wake her up. <laughs> that's it. And maybe that's where she notices well, that her what, hair is. What are you? And they like spins around. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Don't do anything. Come down. I'm not. It's it's your watch time, Maeve. It's just it, it's me, Fruza. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna hand out her hand to help you get up like this. <laughs> Did you at least make coffee? Oh, do you have some more in your bag? Yes. Coffee would be good. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry about it now. Just uh, 
You ready for your watch? It, it, it was a really good watch that uh, Ned had. We, we saw it moose and everything. We'll fill you in later, but uh, yeah, it's time. And she sort of looks over at, at Ned and Robin. She's awake okay. for the most part. And Mabel pull her hood back and her hair, like massive bed head. <laughs> Just <laughs> wavy and kind of going in every which direction. And Maeve kind of tries to smooth her hair back and just sort of winces a little bit as she does so. <sighs> oh, why do I have dear prudence stuck in my head? <laughs> and, and Neb, as she's starting to curl up and go to sleep, goes, would you come out to play, Moose? <laughs> does it have a really deep bass line? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Maeve goes and grabs watch. coffee supplies and starts it's making coffee. Mm -hmm. Okay, getting that going. And the other two join Silas in slumber. Mm. So yeah, the fire's still going. Um, you know, you're doing a good job of keeping it tended. Uh, there's all the uh, rubble and, and uh, destruction from the uh, mine elevator that you can use <laughs> as uh, fuel for it. And yeah, again, you you looking outside, you can see this sort of beautiful, softly falling snow in the moonlight. Um, and yeah, you hear mostly owls. You don't you don't really hear anything particularly loud or uh, expressive. I think uh, Robin's gonna take Neb's advice and just step into the fresh air for a moment and see the moon. Yeah, as you step out and look at that moon, um, Maeve, if you were to look over at Robin standing out there, you would swear that she was standing in sunlight. Something about her is warm, radiating golden light. An aura. I sort of... <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Did you know you're going? Why, thank you. That's so sweet. No, I mean literally. <laughs> uh, Robin will look at herself. Yeah. You are. It is it is as if everything around you is moonlight, but it's as if you are lit by the sun, perhaps from within. Well, now I look just how I feel. This is wonderful. It's, it's beautiful. <gasps> Quick, you must come try. Come on, come on, come see the moon. Maeve kind of has a blanket wrapped mm -hmm. around her and sort of steps forward. As you step out into the moonlight, uh, Robin, as you look at Maeve, she almost flickers. A little phase in, phase out. But it's powerful. It makes you catch your breath in your throat when you first see it, a little like she's sort of turning on and off with a surge of power. Wow, Maeve, I don't even know how to describe you. Yeah. It's like... Tired? <laughs> sure. <laughs> There's something special, Maeve. Don't you forget it. That's very nice of you. So are you. Ah, takes one to know one. 
<laughs> this is actually quite beautiful here. You know, the, the quiet, serene, the blanket of snow across the ground and lit by moonlight. It's all very poetic. Hmm. Which poet? Wow, am I being quizzed here? <laughs> oh, no, I, I just... How about I... Emily Dickinson? Oh, no, Robert Frost. Oh. Very no. much a Robert Frost moment. Fitting and a pun. <laughs> but you both as well, there's a, a strength and energy, power under this feeling. Um, again, in, in the stillness, a, a sense of confidence of growth within you. You know what? I'm starting to like this place. I wonder oh, yeah. if we could stay. You don't have anything you want to get home to. Oh. I mean. Hmm. And she's like pondering. Hmm. You know what? I don't think I do. What about you? I'm honestly not sure. I mean, my family, my parents. But. Yeah, not, I'm, I'm not sure. Hmm. You know, every adventure I've ever been on, when you're in the moment, you feel like you want it to last forever. But when it comes to an end, you either feel remorse for the loss of the adventure, or you feel the comfort knowing that you're going home. And sometimes you just don't know until the moment comes, and that's okay. So don't dwell on it. When the time comes, you'll know. Do you think anyone back there is worried about us? I'm sure of it. It sounds like you're not. Just wondering. You know, this person who gave you the ticket, who is hmm. that? Well, um, I suppose that Will is the closest thing I've had to a best friend. Closest thing you've had to a best friend, but not your best friend. I mean, I traveled around a lot and for a while, I, I suppose you could call him that, but now I'm, mm. you the last time we saw each other, it, it didn't end on good terms, so. There was a fight. Oh, yes. <laughs> Was it over something that 
truly mattered. I'm honestly not sure. He seemed to think so. I'm less certain. Well, I like to believe time heals all things, but I won't preach it to you. You know your situation better than I. I just want to be optimistic for you. How do you make the choices you do? You just decide to go to the next thing. How do you know when to do that? You know, I just think to myself, can I be satisfied with this moment? And if I say yes, then I just get excited for the next. You know, sometimes the answer is no. So I sit in the moment a little longer, but I still anticipate the next moment. So for you, it's about the next thing, not the current thing. Unfortunately, yes. That has always been my crutch in life. Harold used to tell me that I just needed to slow down and smell the flowers every once in a while. And I just never really listened. <laughs> a snowflake you know lands on your nose on your ears on your hands it's chilly but it's it's livening enlivening i feel like mave almost isn't responding to the cold mm. as much um it doesn't, it doesn't seem to be quite as impactful as it had been uh, before. Mm. This I... place really is so strange. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> it really is, a bit. Well, that wasn't the answer I was expecting from you, but I like it. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood. Eh? <laughs> Truly and I, I, I took the road less traveled by, and that was made all the <laughs> It was an interesting oh. choice of poet. Yes. And yes, do not be shocked. I actually do know a bit of poetry. <laughs> I think I'm going back in, and I will take you up on some coffee if you have any. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> the water is boiling at this point. Um, yeah, I, you guys can continue to chat, but your uh, time passes without incident. Um, the coffee is hot and strong, <laughs> like, Maeve, like Maeve makes it. Um, yeah, but please continue. Um, Robin's gonna, you know, while they chat, Robin's just gonna kind of enjoy this time to 
connect with Maeve and mm. see her coming out of her shell even just a little bit. And um, Robin's going to pull out her photo album and kind of just do the grandma thing where she's going to start, you know, talking about pictures and <laughs> like, oh, and this one, this one. Oh, this is the one Harold took of me my first day as a city bus driver. Ah, he was so proud of me. I had so much fun and I got to wear the uniform and everything. Oh, those were good times. And you're just kind of looking at over pictures. What's your favorite job you've ever done? My favorite job? Well, she's going to flip. you the happiest? The happiest? Well, I wouldn't say it's a job per se, but every chance I get, I like to find myself volunteering at the Space and Science Museum, the History Museum, any museum I can get my hands on. <laughs> I read today. <laughs> There's nothing better than, you know, getting to see people who have come to learn about the past, the present, the future, and getting to speak with them and, and maybe do a tour or two. You know, just a, it's a chance to not be alone. But isn't it? Isn't it hard to not be alone? What do you mean? I mean, don't you feel like you've lost something every time you, you leave? Mm. Or they do? You know, I don't think I've ever quite looked at it that way, but obviously you do. I mean, I've spent as much of my life as I can remember moving. Go to a place, stay for six months, move to another place, stay for six months. Any time I put down roots, it was then taken away. So. So it's hard for you to connect. Well, it just disappears. Do you... Do you think when all of this is over that we are going to disappear? Now I'm sure it'll be fine. Maeve, Maeve, you don't have to hide from your feelings, but just know even over these five, six days that we've had together, I feel a very strong bond with all of you. And I would hate to have to say goodbye when we get back to that train station, to pretend everything will go back to normal. But again, it's a, a later problem. You know, one problem at a time, as some people say. 
the sun is slowly starting to come up. It looks just a little bit lighter outside of the, the cave entrance. Um, very, very early, early morning. So how should we wake up Sidus? <laughs> oh, ha, I feel like being a little tricky tonight. I think it's probably you rubbing off on me. If, if I may, Silas is snoring loudly, <laughs> dead asleep, curled up, dead to the world. All right, what do you think would happen if one of us dressed up as a Yeti and then just stood over him and, and made Yeti sounds? <laughs> He'd probably think we were Neb. <laughs> All right. <laughs> do you have a Yeti costume with you? Afraid not. <laughs> Left it in my other pants. Well. Um. What? <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I'll take out my headphones. Okay. Put them over to Silas, and I'll just start blasting the jams that he was singing last. Yes. <laughs> Silas, out of deep in your slumber comes the most awesome music that has ever existed in the time of man and woman and humankind. Uh, immediately, your eyes burst open. And then... Um... Silas, as soon as he sees it, and then he sees Maeve, and he's like, we are but men, rock! Ah! <laughs> and he just starts he, he just starts singing along with it, um, probably far too loud, until he, oh, sorry, 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 I didn't know I was being that loud. Is, is, it, is it my turn? Is it my turn? Yes, it is, dear. Okay, all right. Uh, did anybody make any sweet tea? No, there's coffee. Oh. Okay, so just trash, basically. Okay, all right. All, all, all good, all good, I got it. Thanks. Or the lifeblood. <laughs> Anything okay. going on in the sit rep? Like, did we get attacked by, I don't know, cardboard come to life, or? <laughs> no, nothing like that. But you know what you need to do? Before the sun comes out, you need to tiptoe out to the, the beautiful outside and check your skin just 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 check yourself you know just before i wreck myself check yourself so that you seems do look a like, bit taller to me you know what i didn't tell anybody this but when i went and checked myself after the significant bathing experience last night <laughs> i was a little bit taller like i really was look at I'm you just manifesting that, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. This this stuff just keeps happening. But also, Miss Robin, that sounds like a preamble for some kind of prank. But you know what? I'm going to go outside at some point, but I'm only going to do it after I make sure that all of you are back to sleep. Fair. And good night. <laughs> okay. Robin and Bye -bye. Maeve can assume their position. <laughs> I uh, swear, and Maeve's switching back to her sweats to, yeah. to go back to sleeping. I swear, I just shaved. It's so... Oh. <laughs> ah, all right. Mm. Hoodie. 
headphones. Disappeared <laughs> from the world. Uh, and Robin curls up, and Silas, it is you alone. Um, again, fire is going good. There is hot coffee in a pot uh, balanced over the top of it. Uh, and outside, you can, like the others saw, just a little hint of sunlight starting to come up. So the first thing that Silas is going to do is he's going to make sure that um, everyone seems uh, pretty asleep. Okay. And then he is going to very quietly um, go around and find a phone that is working. He doesn't actually care uh, whose phone it is, but he's okay. going to find a phone. And uh, it, as it, you know, once he finds a phone that still has any kind of charge, he's going to get over in a corner somewhere of the cave and he's going to just start recording a little video and, uh -huh. and just kind of wh whisper it out. Uh, do we want to show that now, or was this shown? We, it's week? it's already been shown. Already been shown. Okay, great. We, we are Fantastic. just fulfilling the prophecy of, of the video that was shown last <laughs> week. So, um, so yeah, uh, going to kind of hammer hammer that out, and then I'm going to return the phone mm -hmm. at least close to wherever um, you know I found it. And honestly, at this point, Silas doesn't actually care whose it was, um, and so he uh, <laughs> he, he just uh, he records that, and then um, he is uh, going to kind of sit around for a little while. And he is noticing that he is able to like play with light a little bit. Yeah. And so as this starts to, he, he's kind of like, you know, trying to flare things up around the fire a little bit, but then he might catch like a little bit of people kind of, you know, stirring in their sleep. And so he stops, he's like, okay, don't wake them up. Don't wake them up. It'll be okay. And, um, and so then he's uh, trying to, uh, you know, move different things around with his head mm -hmm. or, and then eventually at some point he is going to go over to, didn't we say that there was like a little bit of a, a mirrored style surface in the, the ice? Somewhere? Yeah. The ice is, is reflective out by the entrance to the cave. And so as he's walking toward there and then he's going to go on outside um, at some point past that, mm -hmm. but um, he is thinking to himself and um, he, he kind of just starts, you know, humming a little bit of a tune at first, but then, you know, really softly, he's just like, sometimes I dream that he is me. You got to see that's how I dream to be. And then, you know, eventually, like something starts happening and he sees Michael Jordan from a distance, <laughs> just kind of, you know, dancing a little bit. And then he sees some joyful children and this is kind of happening and he thinks it's in his head because yeah. this stuff happens all the time. But then he sees the reflection of it in the ice just briefly. And he's like, Oh, Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then he tries to, uh, and he's like, like Mike, if I could be like Mike, be like Mike, like Mike. And he starts like kind of going and, and singing and, uh, the dancing Michael Jordan, MJ, the, the, the greatest of all time, the goat is like dancing kind of like the, the little clippy on uh -huh. you know windows or whatever. Uh -huh. And so just sitting there like dancing and stuff. And Silas is just completely bewildered. Like, Oh my gosh, I can make Michael Jordan. Like, and, and so he's like going, going closer. And then as he gets a little bit closer, he's like, Oh, wait a minute. He's not tall enough. Like he, he's kind of short. He's like, but it, lo it, it looks right. If it's at a distance. Uh -huh. um, and, and then he takes a rock and like throws it and it goes through Michael Jordan and hits the wall behind him. And he's like, 
oh my goodness, I am making the things that are in my head manifest. And oh, and, and so then at this point, he starts to walk outside. Yes. And, um, and, and he's like, oh yeah, sun coming up a little bit out there. I wonder if we're ever going to find that damn moose. <laughs> As you're pondering this over, the sun is just, you know, it's still behind the mountain. So it's really just the sort of sky lightning around you. You can just see the last little bit of the moon off in the distance as it starts to set. And as you Good night, moon. maybe take a glance down at your own body, it's almost like it's a little bit in shadow. Almost as if, if you weren't looking very closely, you might not see yourself at all. I wonder if this is an illusion. Or if this is real. And again, that that feeling feels powerful. It feels energetically enlivening. And a moment later, as the moon dips below the horizon, you go back to looking just like you. I feel like we need to have more significant bathing experiences. <laughs> <laughs> the new long rest significant <laughs> is replaced by significant bathing experience rules. SBEs left yes. and right. <laughs> and, SBE uh, mechanic. And so uh, Silas is going to, uh, you know, turn around at some point. Um, he absolutely, um, at one point, um, he's really trying to concentrate here. Mm -hmm. And he is, you know, forming snowballs. Mm -hmm. And then he is making illusory versions of himself. And then those versions are throwing <laughs> snowballs. Yes. And then he is telekinetically trying to make snowballs and throw them from invisible telekinetic force at. And so there is a snowball fight of one going on <laughs> um, out uh, out in the front a little bit. Uh, and he starts to make too much noise a few times. And he's yes. like, oh, quiet down, quiet down, quiet down. And, and then he's like, Quiet down, quiet down. <laughs> and so then eventually, eventually uh, when he gets kind of kind of winded, um, he, he walks back inside and then just stares and uh, crosses his arms and just kind of looks uh, pretty, you know, with, with judgment at the coffee on the fire. <laughs> uh, it's not too long after that that the rest of your party begins to stir as everyone slowly rouses from their full night's rest. Um, none of you, none of the effects that were going on are, are still going on, but you feel, again, you just feel well-rested, powerful. Uh, Neb, that heavy leaden for the ibuprofen really did its job, plus just a good night's sleep, a good strong eight hours. Uh, mm -hmm. you, do no, you no longer feel poisoned. You feel quite a bit, uh, quite a bit better. And she'll roll up the her jeans to check out her leg, yes. which is starting to look a lot better. And notice yes. that the skin that's healing around it mm -hmm. seems thicker somehow. And mm. just like what's scabbing over this wound seems to be a lot more thicker skin, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's interesting. It's definitely interesting. But uh, but when you touch it, while there's a little tenderness, a little bruise or something like that, you don't think it's going to hold you back or anything. You can move your ankle, uh, looking down at your hands. <laughs> Again, don't don't look, you know, all that uh, that uh, crisp any longer. But they, you know, you can use them. They'll grip. They're doing everything that you need. 
and they're still kind of tinged blue, probably yep. from the, you know, the, the cold, cold water. Yep, but, yep. Yeah, she's I got just a lot still of, getting some blood back in there. Yeah, you know. I've just got a lot of black and blue all over me. I'm yep. sure that's all it is. Oh, oh good morning, everyone. Uh, Feruza, as you yep. stand, you bump your head a little bit on the, the top of the, oh, the cavern God. here where you're curled up. She's going to look over at everyone. Unfolding your limbs. Yeah. <laughs> I have news for all of you. Bad news. You're all shrinking. <laughs> no. No, I'm not. And I bet you are. I you are. threw my little window of, of <laughs> sweatshirt. I point to the marks on the wall and I say, are you sure? Yep. Time, <laughs> time, scientific method. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Okay. Hey, all right. Let's do this. Who's got to jump back up to her mark? <laughs> yeah, Feruza, you're, you know, maybe just like, it's not a lot, maybe just half an inch. But you are, maybe you marked it wrong last time. You know, maybe. Wait. Yeah, this, okay, this is ridiculous. If this was true, it would say that I grew two inches overnight. <laughs> What's in that coffee? <laughs> I must have just marked it wrong. I was tired uh, last night. It couldn't have been the coffee because I don't drink that disgusting stuff and I'm taller. I didn't tell anyone last night, but look at this. At least like, I don't know, a quarter of an inch or something taller. Maybe someone just erased our Maeve. Did someone move our marks. Someone's been on wash all night. Also, Feroza, I don't think anyone but you could reach that mark up there. <laughs> that is true. Okay. Okay. I'm willing to entertain the idea that maybe I was a little off when I put my measurements up because there is no way. No, you're just becoming more moose like every day. What? Or you're maybe... becoming more moose like every day. You have a connection with that moose, moose, obviously. Yeah. They're I like mean, nine feet tall, so that's where you're going to end up, I'm sure. And Neb just has this smile on her face. <laughs> She's just smiling and grinning at Feruza. Feruza's going to look at, like, Neb in, like, fear. And then when she sees the look on Neb's face, she's like, okay, maybe that's not so bad. I love everyone at home is like, oh, they have a custom moose ancestry. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, moose we sister. need to create. No, it's yeah. just Silas. <laughs> Just making I stuff. I love it. Mooster Yep, I'm going to be doing that tomorrow. Oh, yeah. We need a custom moose ancestry. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. That's, that's all of our subclasses are moose related. <laughs> it's moose related. <laughs> all story. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, and one Fer thing, Feroza, you were, you were looking awesome last night. So why wouldn't you have grown a little bit? Two inches, Neb? Why, how are you looking? What does that mean? She was looking awesome. She was all like electric. And yeah. I mean, she's always kind of been powerful, but it seemed even more so out in the in the moonlight. That's that's why it's one of the reasons, Maeve, uh, Robin, we were talking about go go take a, a look outside. It was just kind of Oh, magical. wait, is that why you told me to go outside? Did you oh, you yeah. I always what did you all look like? Because it was it was amazing. Yeah, Neb was Robin like constellation. Is a is a the a, the personification of a beam of sunshine. <sighs> what? And Maeve, Maeve was like, wow. 
Like, I, I, like I don't finger? What, what does what? that mean? Gas hands? Gas hands, yeah. She was flickering or she was, was... Yes, yes. Flickering? In a sense, yes. Wait, was everybody just flickering all over the place? Well, no, Neb was like, almost like if you took like stars and constellations out of the sky and like embedded them in someone's skin, but not scarily so, that was Neb. I'm not sure. Well, like, I, I'm a still... very imaginative person, and I don't think I can imagine embedding stars in one's skin without that being not terrifying. <laughs> I appreciate you at least clarifying you that. You've never been not to a terrifying. rave with the glow paint. No, I have not. Well, you have been You really don't know how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> but is it still like that? And I'm going to sort of reluctantly get out of my sleeping bag and go toward the outside. Well, as you step outside, you are not phasing or, or flickering. No one else seems to have any of these residual uh, sort of effects that were happening to them. I'll come step outside with you and yeah. take a look. You look like you expect yourself to look. Uh, but the feeling that you had from when you looked down saw it, that still seems to be carried in your hearts. Hmm. I mean, we all experienced something last night. It's, I, it sounds like it was amazing, whether it's still visible now or not. I don't know what it means, but it's gonna be fun to find out, right? Uh, Bruce is looking in that pane of like frozen ice, mm -hmm. like mirror thing. Mm -hmm. And she has, her, she has her glasses off and she's sort of just like peering at the way she looks. You guys didn't tell me I didn't get that blue blood off my face from that animal. And when she turns to face you, you notice that she had, looks almost like as if she wiped her hands down her face. It's like the faintest, like, blue staining on her face. I try, I wonder if it's like, like stained my skin. Look, right? Well, if it did, it kind of <sighs> looks, I mean, I'm a fan of the color. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but, but. They didn't have blue blood, did they? They did. They did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What had yeah. blue blood? Yeah. I know. I think on top of it. The Morlock the creatures had blue yeah. blood? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's way worse. I'm glad I didn't know that in the moment. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so yeah, like, uh, you know, can, can we just wipe it off? Like, I'm not going to touch your face, but, like, you can't wipe that off? No, I, I took a, I, I had a significant bathing experience. <laughs> Silas, and it did not come off as my yeah, point. I, but I sometimes when I go to conventions and they give me a stamp to say that I can go into the VIP toy area, then yeah. even when I bathe, like I scrub, 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 and it's still there. So maybe it'll come off the next time we have a significant bathing experience, which by the way, should not go like six days until we have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay, this is disturbing. I mean, either way, I do have a pretty good esthetician back home. Maybe she can give me a... At, at this at this point, um, everyone uh, sees uh, just blue, like super super dark blue, on Farusa's face, um, and I'm like, oh no, it seems like it's getting darker. What? She's gonna look in the mirror. <laughs> What's going on? Do, do you, you touch? Do you touch your you? face? Do you touch your face? Yeah, she does like yeah, this. Okay. She's like, As she touches <laughs> it, it goes away. Uh, and then Silas is just, oh, th that's a new trick that I picked up. Like, I, I think, like, I've been doing this telekinesis thing, 
but I think now I can do telepathy or like embed things in people's minds or something. Maybe I don't know how it's working, but I can make things that aren't real appear. And then he's like, watch this. And then a little Michael Jordan comes out <laughs> and, and starts like kind of just dancing and like spinning a ball on his finger. You know? <laughs> it's like, that's the greatest right there. That's the goat. And I'm doing that. Name something else. Kind of like, uh, I, I don't know, like, uh, you know, one of those uh, party games or something. Name any. Oh, oh, do a waving, inflatable, flailing tube. <laughs> yes. And so you see just like. <laughs> Never are you dancing with, with Michael Jordan and the and the tube man? Absolutely. Well, not with the tube man, but okay. as long as Michael Jordan is there, Neb is just grooving along to whatever music Michael is. Like, ah. yeah. But once the wavy tube man comes up, it looks name, like he's name something to else. Start, something and then, else. Yeah. Okay. Name something else. We can do this. I can do this all day. As Silas is talking, all of a sudden there is a hand around his throat, <gasps> from, like across the room, and literally, it's almost like magically her arm is sort of long <laughs> and like longer than like it was and she's yeah. like don't practice on us agreed listen i don't think that i did that on purpose like I, you were just it's saying that you had blood, blood on your face and 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 i don't think that i did that on purpose plus two i'm not actually doing anything to you it's not real i think that's a good point to make though we're still learning how to do all this stuff and hopefully accidents are gonna happen but they're gonna be easy stuff like like that but we're gonna have to be careful to warn each other if something's happening because yeah i don't i don't want anyone i don't mind people practicing on me as long as i know in advance but we we might all accidentally do stuff right i mean you enter my mind at your own peril <laughs> Are you reading minds, Silas? No, I'm not saying I can read minds. I'm just saying that I can possibly put them there, put thoughts there. I don't know. I don't know how this is working. Oh, wow. Well, the next time you want to experiment with it, get some consent first, and maybe we can help. Maybe maybe it's... it's difficult you know. to get consent when you don't know something's happening. That's true. That's true. We're, we're just going to have to give each other a little bit of grace when things go when things happen and we weren't expecting it. I wasn't expecting to hit my head on the ceiling. Okay. Okay. No well, you have to give feeling. yourself some grace for hitting your head on the ceiling. Yeah. We got to figure out what's going on, you guys. We got to figure out what we have to do next before. I, didn't, I don't even want to sound like a movie, Silas, before it's too late. I don't want to say anything ominous like that, but before we into something maybe well i want to hope that it's a good thing we're turning into i mean so far it is yeah you, you it's, don't know it's it's something i don't know if it's good or bad but it's i, I honestly don't know every time i wake up from a sleep here I, i'm thinking i'm gonna wake up in my bed in my new york walk up with my bird sitting next to me and he's going to be like, rrr, rrr, and tell me to, to F off, like usual. Then we wake up here. And uh, I've never felt so confused in my life, but at the same time, excited that I'm stepping out of who I always thought I was in a weird way. I don't know. I really don't know how to put it. This is not 
me, is it? Is it me? Do you want it to be you? And Fruz is sort of pondering that for a minute. And then she's like, I think so. Then it can't be a bad thing, right? I mean, that's the Maybe way not. that I've been viewing it, as long as it's been exciting, interesting, fun. It hasn't been bad, nothing, uh, the injuries have not been fun, but the other stuff has been amazing. Every time things change, I just wanna see what happens next. How's your leg doing? You and Robin have very similar philosophies on life, it would seem. <laughs> well, you know, if, if, if my life ended up like Robin's did, I'd consider myself lucky. How's but your leg, Neb? Oh, it's a lot, lot better. It's, it's, it doesn't itch, but it's, it's got like really thick scabs. It's, it's. Can yeah. we see it? Yeah, and I'll roll up the the jeans again and show you. And and yeah, the, the wound is still gnarly, and around it, it's it's pretty blue, and it almost looks like the scabs are in, uh, chunks and pattern. Oh, maybe. Is it? I don't know. Is maybe it? the acid dripped on me in a in a pattern. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, but I can uh, I can walk on it again. I certainly don't feel as sick as I did yesterday. So. <sighs> well, uh, well, as long as you, it feels okay, it it's just it, it doesn't look like the rest of your skin. It doesn't look bad. It just looks healing different. process. Yes. I mean, it's different there. It, it doesn't hurt, and I can still move my leg. And I mean, I kind of have a lot of gnarly scars now. This will just be another one. Scars are cool. Scars are cool. I'm, I'm glad. And she'll scratch at her face where there's the where the ice monster scratched her, yes. and, and be like, eh, "Yeah, I'm, that's a good thing." I, but I agree. Scars I agree. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> But Neb's got some stories. <laughs> Neb would totally outdo those guys on the Orca and Shaws. Yeah, sure. She would. Done. Totally oh yeah, yeah. Them. A shark, really? Well, look at this dire oh, yeah. wolf. <laughs> and then transforms into one. <laughs> it looks just like this. Neb is both Quint and. Uh, yes. <laughs> And, 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 and Bruce right, there you at go. the same time. Ooh, telling stories when you can turn into the thing that you're telling the story about. I've never thought about that. Oh my God, you'd be a hit at the like the children's reading hour at the Barnes and Noble on 23rd and 7th. The kids you know, would love I, you. I've always wanted to be a storyteller like my great grandfather, but it's, I've never really sounded like something someone would want to listen to for a while, you know? So I, maybe I can turn into something that, like like last night when, oh, I don't know if we said we were hearing the moose. And so I turned into a moose to listen to the moose and I called out to the moose and- The moose, moose back. Is that That's, what we're calling it? I have no idea. I kind of like it. It was, it, it said it was busy, but it didn't sound harried. So I think I think they're it said okay. He was busy. Is that what he said? Yeah, a, a, a little 
think a little busy. Yeah, because I said to come talk with us because I didn't want us to go out to it. So, isn't that interesting? We're having conversations with moose across a vast snowfield like it's nothing. Oh, I don't think it's nothing. I think it's amazing. I haven't had. I haven't had that much resonance in my life in a very long time. Not since the last time I went to a rock concert did I feel that kind of bass. Oh, that was so cool. <laughs> Is anybody else any different height besides myself and Silas? Anyone else taller or shorter? I am the exact same size. I am not shorter. <laughs> I can tell you that. I'm not going to measure myself either because I'm so sure of it. <laughs> I believe you, Robin. Uh, I like Robin I has metabolism. I don't she think hasn't so. changed I'm... in like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Nate. Oh, no, no. Um, I think I just sort of check it and yeah. I sort of wince a little as I'm measuring. Yeah. <sighs> Must have hit my head really hard. <clears throat> Is your head okay, May? I'm you fine. Think? It's fine. Just a, little, a couple of little... So this is not from hitting it. Mm. So your measuring chart, remember, had to be in the only place in the cave where you could all stand up, which is over by the mine shafts. As you go over there and you can just, as you're measuring yourself and you're all looking over, you can just sort of feel the sort of suck of, of, of air and cold that comes from that dark hole that descends into the ground. Ah, uh, yes, I almost forgot. We need to go down there, don't we? That's what the we think. Darkest part. Well, but we we'll- Excellent, let's go. We'll, we'll bring our own light. It doesn't have to be dark. That's yeah, I meant to tell you about that too. And Silas just lights up his hand. <gasps> and then he telekinetically floats the ring and the ring is like lit up as well. He's like, oh, by the way, the battery's dead in that. That's that's me doing that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll buy you another one. No, 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 I don't need it now. I, I can do magic. Deb will, will produce her flaming fist and go, oh, maybe everybody's got a way to light up their hand. And Maeve takes the lighter out of her pocket and goes, yup. <laughs> three or five. Modern magic. We've seen, we've seen Robin floats light as well, I believe. Mm -hmm. And Feroza, you can do the sparky thing with the lightning. That's like really quick light. Yeah, that's that's true. It's, it's oh, maybe you're onto something, Neb. There's like an elemental sort of thread running through all of us. This is me just talking out of my ass, but I like the way it sounds. <laughs> me too, and Robin is like- You like the way like... your ass sounds? <laughs> <laughs> Robin is like juggling her balls of light. Yeah. And she's like, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> she's Excellent. just getting ready to go. Yeah. Uh, before we go, uh, Maeve, is there any more of that coffee? And and I'll I'll get us I'll get us some breakfast, and mm -hmm. she'll think about plump berries for everybody. <laughs> and it's getting it's getting faster every time she does it. She doesn't have to think quite so hard before. Ten berries are just in her hands. All right, everybody. Almost Breakfast like time. a smoothie. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> How exciting! Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thank I like you. That. Yep, I like that. 
sip, sip Maeve's coffee. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Put hair on your chest. Garbage. Yeah. Yeah. It's thick. Thick with two C's. <laughs> kind of coffee. Of caffeine, <laughs> which is the important part. I agree. You can always find a chaser. <laughs> we should drink the coffee and then have the berries. It's We shouldn't do the other way around. I don't see what the problem is. I'm not saying there's a problem. I'm just, the chaser is important. Tastes like regular coffee to me. <laughs> All right. Are we going down into the deep darkness or? I think so. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. Let's do so, it. We're ready. The last you had right. discussed, you were pretty sure the only place you have not sort of uh, explored yet was that first crevice uh, on the lowest level where you had found an ancient, an old rusty piton uh, sticking out, um, as well as, of course, the crevice that Robin and Feruza leapt <laughs> on the way to Steve's room. <laughs> so these are sort of the only two other places where you have not sort of explored to the end that you are aware of. Right. Do we have so, uh, enough rope that we can transfer? Um, so yes, yeah, to... you can take the rope that you have. You know, you'll you'll have at least one rope that is secured hanging down into this mine shaft, and you'll have one other, I believe. Maybe. Oh no, you've we you've got three. Yeah, yeah you have three we had ropes. a bunch. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I think you have three left. So yeah. you can have one that allows each of you to sort of descend down the mine shaft, and you'll have two that you can take with you. Yeah. Okay, let's okay. take that rope. Uh, All right. the, the two with us here. All right. So All right. we'll say you've had a lot of practice repelling down this mine shaft. It doesn't require mm -hmm. any checks. You are also supported by the ropes. So any falls, any slips, uh, you will be fine. But as you descend down, you get a little tour of this adventure that you have been on. As you pass that first level and you look in and you see this rock grinding station that Silas and Feruza used to crush the stone and discover one of the clues. You pass by the second level, looking into the darkness, knowing that way down at the other end was that pool of ichor that now is no more, as well as the shale rock surface and, and the tunnel that leads you down where you defeated the crawlers uh, into that large sunken space where there were so many other caverns you don't even remember. As you pass by the third level, Maeve uh, shudders. The rat party. <laughs> <laughs> there are still rats. They're quite a, uh, quite a, much less. Uh, they've scattered off doing their own adventures. Uh, we'll have that side quest some other time. <laughs> the adventures, of Nicholas, the adventures of Nicholas and and Christine. Um, <laughs> animated series this fall um but uh there are still some rats hanging out there most of them are sort of sleeping or you know sort of in their sort of low energy state in that area there's no longer a sea of rats and then you get to the bottom level where you step over the remains of the destroyed mine elevator from the very beginning of this when Maeve severed the cable <laughs> as you walk past the little diorama Got the job done. <laughs> As you pass by the little diorama on the side, and then you see, before you step down that that longer um, 
railroad pathway where, you know, to the left was that other diorama with the workmen, to the right crosses over the bridge and eventually off to Steve, <laughs> Steve's room so far is what we're calling it. Um, uh, there is the small crevice. And as you look in with your lights, your headlamps and your balls of fists and your balls of light and all of your, your fancy lighters, <laughs> um, <laughs> you see a rusty old piton and the rest of the crevice disappears into darkness. Well, I don't think we want to trust that piton. Uh -uh. That's where we want to go, right? Well, I mean, we, yeah. we can we can see, um, and Silas is just going to uh, pick up um, any kind of large-ish rock. Mm -hmm. and he's going to touch it, and then mm -hmm. he infuses it, and you see that it lights up. Mm -hmm. And then he is going to toss it down there and just see how far it goes. Great. Um, how is, is there a distance at which point this thing uh, twenty foot. 20 foot radius um, of the it, it light of the light right in a now if it if it were to let's say go 500 feet away from you would it lose its light? Um, I, don't know. I mean as long I can't remember whatever Rain. the visibility would be of okay. seeing a light that emits 20 it stays feet. there no matter how far yeah. it is from you yeah. until you turn yeah once, once it's cast on the thing I think it yes. stays just double checking. It's what I think it is, <laughs> not something else. Since <laughs> we're being coded, um, great. So you drop this lit, glowing rock down the crevice. Yes. Okay. As it grows, and you all sort of, you know, shot from above. You all sort of lean over. We see the backs of your heads as it slides down into the darkness. Uh, this one light just—you can see the sides, almost like um, uh, uh, street lights. It's that sort of flicker. <laughs> as you see it pass by the rocks on the side and it's going and going and going. Finally, it seems to sort of open up and clatter what must be 90 feet down below you. Um, it rolls away. You can still just see the sort of flicker of the light coming around the side, but the actual stone itself has rolled outside beyond this gap. And as it lands, I'm going to say you hear the flutter of wings. Big Probably wings? just bats. Small wings? Small wings. You would guess bats. Well, it looks promising. <laughs> Who's ready? But, Let's but go. Wait, do you want me to check out the, the, oh my goodness, I still can't remember. Python, 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 Python. Do you want me to check out the Python? Like, make sure that there are like three people holding the other end of this rope, but then I am going to use telekinetic force and try, and I can do this within 60 feet. Is the Python within 60 feet? Yes, it's, it's right there. You could reach out and touch it if you wanted. Oh, okay. Well then, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to start grabbing on it with mm -hmm. my hands if I can reach it and, yeah. and see like how secure it is. You you tug on it. It feels pretty good. You want to give me a strength check? Uh, that is a 13. A 13. You're tugging on it pretty good. It's not moving anywhere. There's no crumbling of, of uh, stone or anything like that. I mean, it looks like it's pretty secure. We can try to secure some additional ones down the way a little bit if we feel like we need it but did everybody see how far down that was yeah oh i have an equation yes. <laughs> i mean i'm guessing it was like eight eight or nine basketball goals probably 
goals? That's about the soccer. Basketball goals. <laughs> hey, give him a break. He's magic. <laughs> a lot happened for him overnight. Oh. Well, there's only one way to find out, and that's to go down. Who's coming with me? Well, I, I think I should probably go first since I'm the heavy tallest. I don't even know if I'm the heaviest anymore. Probably. But I'm definitely the tallest. Well, we have two ropes, so the both of us can go so that someone doesn't have to be alone first, right? Well, it, it doesn't. Your ropes are 50 feet long. And you do from from Robin's equations mm. feel like this is uh, how, how many how many ropes do we have? We have two. You have two. We have two. Can, all right, let mm -hmm. here. I've got this. Let's tie the two ropes together. Okay. Let's make sure that one end is secured up here on the piton or in people's hands or whatever, and then I will get down to the bottom very quickly, and I can make sure that I secure the rope at the bottom, and everyone else can go down. All right. Are you I sure, Silas? I, I got this. Okay. My only suggestion is we secure it to the piton because eventually we're all going down and there won't be someone to hold on to it. Ooh. Yeah, it, it needs to happen at some point. Absolutely yeah. right. Okay. Um, we're going to say again, You, Robin has taught you knots. Uh, you have been practicing this. I mean, you've been down here a number of days <laughs> with making knots that uh, you have, have to save your lives. And so you've gotten pretty darn good at this. Um, you make the securest knot that you can. You slip it over that piton. And uh, Silas, you step over this gap. It is narrow enough that you can straddle it as you hold the end of this rope and begin to just, using your strength, hold on, pulling yourself down. Pretty quickly, he disappears into the darkness beneath you. And that is where we will stop today with our 21st oh, no. chapter of Children okay. of Erte. Thank you all very much for being with us this evening. And remember that life itself is the most wonderful fairy tale. Good night. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Erte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.